2020 was quite the year, and while I don't want to encourage toxic positivity, I do think that there's a lot that we can be thankful for from last year. I know that I personally learned a lot of lessons that I'm grateful to be passed, but also grateful to now have in my back pocket, and today I want to share what some of those were. One of the biggest complaints that I've seen in the last year is the lack of ability to find balance and manage time well because of all the different hats and responsibilities that had to be taken on. Maybe you feel or felt that way, and maybe you feel like you've got so much on your plate that you just can't do anything but tread water, and even then, you're dreading just enough to keep your nose in the air with everything else totally submerged. I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way. You feel like that because the overwhelm has taken over, but you can make a change and claw your way out of the water. In this episode, I'm sharing five lessons that 2020 taught me about time management and how you can take action on each of those lessons today in order to not feel quite so overwhelmed. You're listening to episode 49 of the Chasing Simple Podcasts. Let's dive in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Are you tired of slow starts to your days? Of feeling like your tasks are scattered all over the place? Of never knowing what to work on and when? Being an entrepreneur is great, but sometimes when we feel overwhelmed by everything on our plates, it can be really easy to start missing the times when we used to have someone tell us what to do and what to work on. Lucky for you, I've got exactly what you need, a batch schedule. I talk a lot about batch schedules and how necessary they are for running a business efficiently and simply. In fact, It's one of the main components in my signature process, the three B's. A batch schedule is that boss telling you what to work on and when once you've got it all set up. I created a Trello template with my entire batch schedule, daily categories, and the tasks that I work on within each category. Available for you to get your hands on for only $7. You can grab it for yourself at amandawarfield.com forward slash podcast workflow. Again, head to amandawarfield.com forward slash podcast workflow to swipe my entire weekly workflow for yourself for just $7. Hit pause, get your hands on it, and simplify your weekly schedule. And then, of course, you can jump right back into this awesome episode. 
So the very first thing that 2020 taught me about time management is the need for the ability to pivot, the ability to be flexible and make changes and be able to do what you need to do when life throws you something else. Because 2020 threw us a lot of things over and over again. And we were constantly pivoting, which is why so many of us, probably all of us really felt that COVID depression, right? That exhaustion, that need for breaks and space more often was because we needed that ability to pivot and because we had to pivot so often. Now you might be like, okay, yes, 2020 taught us that, but what does that have to do with time management? I firmly believe that using your time wisely isn't so that you can do as much or be the most productive and the most efficient and get all the things done, but so that you have this white space, which gives you the ability to pivot. We shouldn't be using our time and managing our time in such a way that we can be the best and do all the things and puzzle piece our days together. Instead, we should be using it to allow us to make space both in our calendar and in our days, but also mental space so that we have the ability to daydream again and be creative and be flexible when we need to pivot to be able to recognize I need to shut down and I have the ability and the time and the mental capacity to step back and pivot when life throws us something. And the best thing you can do to create that space and that ability to pivot is to simplify what's on your plate. If you are squeezing things in all day long, it's time to really step back and take a look at what you've got on your plate and say yes to some of it, but no to a lot of it. You can't do everything. You cannot do it all. It's not possible. So what are the things that actually matter and get really intentional about what you're putting on your to-do list? So often we think, I need to get as much done as possible and I need to learn all the motivation and the self-discipline and the productivity tips so that I can get everything done. But actually what you need to be doing is taking more off your plate than putting it on. So take things off your plate, give yourself the ability to have that white space so that you can pivot when life throws you hard things. The second thing that 2020 taught us about time management is the need for boundaries. And this is very similar to the last one in that you need the boundaries so that you have the mental time and capacity. But I think a lot of times we think of boundaries as, okay, I'm going to turn off my notifications and I'm going to not be on my phone as much and things like that, which is absolutely 100% important and a part of this. But another thing that 2020 taught us about boundaries is that we also need physical boundaries. We need those physical boundaries because when we are stuck inside of our homes, especially in these cold winter months, and we can't get out, we've got to have different places in our house that are allocated for different things. So if you're working from home, you need to have a work from home space. Even if it is your desk is nothing more than a TV tray in the corner of your living room, that is your workspace. Here's the thing about how our brains work. When we have routines, it helps our brain understand what we're trying to get into and it helps us snap into focus faster. So if you have a TV tray in a corner as your desk and that's where you sit to work every single day, as soon as you sit down at that desk to work, your brain's going to say, okay, it's work mode time. If you have a space where you are homeschooling your kid every single day, as soon as you sit down to do that, your brain's going to think, okay, it's time to do schoolwork. You also need a place to relax. That is your relaxing place 
do not work on your sofa. I cannot say this enough. Do not work from your couch because your brain is going to get so confused. Am I supposed to be working or am I supposed to be relaxing? And it's going to be really hard to do either one of them from there. Physical boundaries and having spaces set up for different activities is so important when you are stuck full-time working, living, doing life in your home and you cannot go anywhere else. Think about how people love to work in coffee shops and how they feel more productive there. That's because when they go to the coffee shop, yes, there are no longer household distractions, but there are a million and one other distractions in a coffee shop. There's music playing, there's people talking, the coffee beans are being ground, there's noise, right? It's not that there's less distractions, it's that your body knows if I'm sitting in this coffee shop, this is a workplace and it gets into it. So having these physical spaces and setting up these physical spaces allows you to transition from mom life to teacher life to work life easier and faster. If you have not already set up some of these spaces, go ahead and do that. That is your tip to manage your time better because you're going to be able to hop into it so much quicker and be more efficient with the smaller amounts of time you have. Not only just you, but if you have kids that you're homeschooling, it's going to work wonders for them too versus working all over the house and doing different things. And when I say this, that doesn't mean you can never work other places. I get it. Sometimes you're like, I need to go sit in my backyard and work. That's totally fine. That is absolutely okay. But you want the majority of your time, the majority of what you're doing to be a routine so that you have the flexibility to do those other things. The third thing that 2020 taught us about time management is the importance of using both your energy management and time management together. Now, this is something I do with all of my clients anyways. We track when they are most productive, when they have, when they're most awake, and when they are most focused. We use their energy to create their schedules so that they're not sitting there butting their head against the wall because it's Friday and they don't feel like working anymore, but they've still got to finish this hard project and clean their house today and then inevitably nothing gets done. We don't do that. (laughs) I help my clients set up their schedules around their energy management. But 2020 showed us more than ever how important that is. Here's the thing. We're constantly looking for self-discipline and motivation and how to make it better, yada, yada, yada. And I think that if you're following that self-discipline train, you're lying to yourself, essentially. Instead of trying to force yourself to be motivated and to be disciplined, just work with your energy levels. Because if you work with your energy levels, you can get done all the things you need to do. Again, simplify, prioritize, you can't do it all. You can do all the things you need to do and also feel good doing them. You can do the hard things while you're motivated and then have the time when you don't feel like working, don't work. Our energy levels and our energy management this year became more important than ever. Use that, use the way you work, whether you're a morning person or a night owl, whether you are most productive in the beginning of the week or the middle of the week or the end of the week, start paying attention to that. When do you feel your best and plan the harder, more mentally consuming tasks around those times? Combine your energy management with your time management and you're going to see a lot more results. The fourth thing kind of plays off of that. Self-care is greater than self-discipline, right? It is way more important to set time aside to care for yourself, to take that step back in order to rejuvenate, protect yourself, protect your energy and time and mental capacity. That is so much more important than trying to be self-disciplined and force yourself to do things. Now, that's not to say that you never have to do things you don't want to do. 
but you're gonna get so much more out of where you're trying to go, so much more out of your time, and you're gonna use your time more wisely if you actually take that step back for self-care versus trying to push through. If something's not working, stop. Even if that means you're just stopping for 30 minutes to go take a walk outside, taking that time to step back and give yourself some self-care and some self-love and take care of you is going to do so much for your work, your parenting, your relationship, everything. Fill your cup first, right? You can't pour from an empty cup. So make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Self-care is greater than self-discipline. And if you really struggle to find time for self-care, actively plan it into your days. Eventually you won't need to anymore. It'll become more natural. But if you really struggle with taking that time for yourself, block out time every single day to do something for yourself. Plan it. Manage your time around it. And then the fifth thing that 2020 taught us about time management and managing our time is that we don't need as much time as we think we do. I posted on Instagram probably a couple months ago about this, but I said that I actually struggled for a little bit after going full-time in my business because I was working way more than I had been. I had been working 10, 15 hours a week maybe beforehand. And then going full-time in my business, I was now able to work 40, 40 plus hours a week because I don't have kids, right? So I didn't have any like hard stop, gotta go be a mom. And I actually had to force myself to cut back on my hours because I was less productive with more time. I get more done when I know I only have so much time because I'm forced to focus on the things that will move the needle. I'm forced to prioritize. We don't need as much time as we think. We can run a business as a solopreneur all by ourselves with no help in 20 hours a week. Seriously. Because you can't focus for that much time. You've got other things to do and you want to be forced to prioritize. Your work will expand to the time that you give it. So if you are worried about how you don't have enough time to run your business anymore, you're worried about you're worried about not having enough time to side hustle and you think that you're behind because you only have 10 hours a week. That's okay. You probably aren't getting that much less done than you would be if you had 20 or 30 or 40 hours a week. And that sounds crazy, but your work will expand to the time you give it. So give it less time and force yourself to prioritize. So a quick recap, the five things that 2020 taught us about time management. First, the need for the ability to pivot and to simplify your calendars and what you're putting on your plate. The need for boundaries, both spatial boundaries, but also physical boundaries that allow you to transition into your various activities quicker and easier. The importance of using both your time management and energy management and pairing those together. Self-care is greater than self-discipline. It is more important to take time to step back and take care of yourself than it is to force yourself to work through and push through for projects. And then the last one is that you don't need as much time as you think. Your work will expand the time that you give it. So if you've got less time right now, don't panic. You have all the time you need to get the important things done. This week's action step is to start setting aside at least 30 minutes every day to do something for you. And I want you to find me on Instagram. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield and send me a DM and tell me what you're doing this week for yourself. Not just that you set the time aside, but I want to know what you're doing too. And this week's book recommendation was actually recommended a few episodes back by Anna Deering-Kornick. 
but I finished reading it. If you listen to that episode, you heard me say that I hadn't read that one yet and she challenged me to go ahead and do it. So I did The One Thing by Gary Keller. And I think that this is especially relevant for this episode. Going back to that first, you've got to have the ability to pivot, the ability to be flexible, the ability to have white space. Read this book if you haven't already, and it will help you understand how to simplify, how to prioritize, what you need to do to make that white space. I will link that into the show notes that you can find at amandawarfield.com forward slash zero four nine. And you can grab your own copy so that you can go ahead and start reading and make that space. Because frankly, even though 2020 is over, all of these things still apply moving forward. So highly recommend that you go read that book and start implementing these things. Set aside that 30 minutes, friend. And until next time, I hope that you will go out and uncomplicate your life and biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you loved most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.